Welcome to Dollars and Cents. Our podcast is designed to provide listeners with financial advice in a language you can understand. Created and hosted by Mark Friedman, President and CEO at Friedman Financial, he discusses timely topics that help individuals and families make smart financial decisions. Count on lots of energy, candid discussion, and a few laughs. And now, here's your host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome back to another edition of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. My name is Mark Friedman. I'm president of Friedman Financial, and I'm once again joined by my co-host and business partner, Marion Gilman. How are you today, Marion? I'm excellent. How are you today, Mark? Good. You're always doing excellent. What can you say? You know, it's a great day. It is a great day. uh, Fall is setting in, isn't it? Well, I'm not really sure. It's been awfully humid in New England. Humid and rainy, hasn't it? Oh, my God. It's, it's just like, This has like been the never-ending rainstorm. I mean, it started in, I think, June. I can't remember ever having this much rain. I'm sure we probably did. I just can't remember I, it. I, I just keep thinking back so many summers that we've had where there are watering restrictions posted everywhere <laughs> in every town you go to. Do not water your lawn. Oh, water them on odd days or Tuesdays or Thursdays. There has been none of that. Well, I'll tell you. So my husband um, does the gardening at our house, and he has all these little pots with you know where he's starting his seeds and everything. And he was always out there watering those things every day, every summer. And this year, he hasn't had to water them at all. I no, think you know. <laughs> do, you, do you have a sprinkler system at your house? We don't. Okay. No. So I have a sprinkler system at my house. I'm not quite sure I've seen it on. Yeah. I mean, because it goes on when there's you know right. when the rain bucket says. You know, you need to turn on. It's dry or whatever. But right. the rain reader, I don't think it's turned on the sprinkler this year. Right. I know. And you know what? It's the first year, I think, that my husband's had to mow as much as he does. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> that, that grass is growing fast, isn't it? <laughs> we only have a tiny little patch of grass, too. But he's out there mowing all the time, unfortunately. It is. So, you know, what's kind of interesting with, you know, the oddities in weather patterns, and some people will blame it on climate change. There's all sorts of reasons. Who knows? Who knows, right? But, you know, it gets cold some years, it gets warm some years. We, we never had, as we grew up as kids, the same kind of winter every year, did we? We certainly did not. Though it might feel that way, we didn't. Every year was different. Of course. And there's always disasters. There's always natural disasters from these windstorms and rainstorms or whatever. But so, too, is it in the world of finance. We, we never have a normal year. That's right. I mean, every pe- people say, well, this time is different. You're absolutely right. This time is different. But there are some patterns that also stick around. Absolutely. But Mark, you have a great statistic about um, the S&P 500, correct? Oh, oh it is. Yeah, yes. we tell this all the time. Yes. So so let me kind of put that, thank you for bringing that up. So there was a study that was done um, that goes back to 1929. That's when the, uh, the crash. The big crash. The big crash happened, right? And the study looked at the S&P 500 or what its name was at the time. I think it was the S&P 100 perhaps for a little while, then it grew into the S&P 500. But we have heard that if you invest in the S&P 500 over time, the average return has been around nine to 10%, call it nine and a half, right? Right. And that's almost 100 years if you go back to 1929. And so- And it hasn't varied much from that average. No, it has always stayed within that average. The once average, you get past, I should say, has not varied Yeah, once you get past 20 years or so, right. that's about what it's average. Yeah. 
And so what was done was someone did the study to take a look at what was the actual rate of return every year in 1929, in 1934, 1957, 76, each of every those years. Every single year. And so we looked at them all and we lined them all up. And if you add up all 92 of those years, you come up to an average, of course, of that 9.5% number. Right. But and they graphed it. They did. So visually, you can see the, this histogram Hi where you have different, um, different uh, performance, performance levels. Performance levels of col columns of different performance. Right. So it said, for instance, each column was broken down by 5% intervals. So right. it said, in a particular year, how many times did the market end up up? between zero and 5%. The next one was up between five and 10%, 10 to 15%, and the other way too, down zero to five, down five to 10, down 10 to 15. And so they lined them all up. Now remember, the average was nine and a half. So what we did was we looked at how many times over that 92 year period of time did the market actually return between five and 10%. Because that's within nine and a half, right? That's where nine and a half would fall. So over the 92 times, I'll ask you as a listener, how many times do you think the market finished with, an app, with a return for that calendar year between 5 and 10%? Well, logically, you might think that it's going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of 50, 60% of the time, right? right? Well, the answer is seven times. Seven times. Not, not nearly... 50% um, of the time. That's right. So when people ask us all the time, you know, what, what do you hope to get for a rate of return over time? Now, granted, we're not investing a, exclusively in the S&P 500. For, we're building an appropriate portfolio that aligns with your goals. And generally, our goal is to earn over time between 6 and 8%. That's what we hope to do. Again, falling into that cat same category. Right. There. Still falls within that same range. Right. But what is the likelihood that you are going to get a return of six to eight percent in any one given year and the answer is pretty slim that's right but over time less than a ten percent right chance but with averages over ten as the, the further out we go on the time horizon of investing you get closer and closer to the average you are you are trying to work towards and there's a great um, saying that says it's not timing the market it is time in the market absolutely so the longer you're in the market you're going to get a much better rate of return much more consistent and average out to you know around the six to eight percent range and, and when you say that timing time in the market that's really a critical piece because so many people ask so mark when the market is going down or when the market is facing challenges, ec the economy is facing challenges, how often do you get out? Or when will I be getting out? And what's our answer to that, Marion? Never. <laughs> In those circumstances. Because remember, not only do you have to time getting out, but you have to time getting back in. And honestly, what you miss during those that time that you're out of the market, because you never get in before it starts to go back up, and you never get in at the very low, get, get out at the very lows. So you miss way too much. You're much better off just staying in the market and riding it out. Yeah, so when you're telling me this story, selling uh, uh, this example, a story pops into my head of October, it was Columbus Day 2008, Columbus Day weekend. Remember I that rem weekend? I remember we, it vividly. We, we How all remember could that I weekend, forget? right? Because yes. that was also the weekend 
that I was flying down to Disney World with my kids because they were dancing with the North Andover School of Dance in Disney World. Yep. And that week, the market had a really tough period. It lost almost 2,000 points over the course of one year. And as I'm flying down that one Friday. Week. In one week, yeah. Within one week. And so as I'm flying down um, on that Friday, I happen to be flying JetBlue. And this was the time when, oh my God, there's TVs on. <laughs> and so I'm watching as the market is dropping, 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 dropping on that Friday. And I'm thinking, oh boy, I wonder what it's like at the office. And there's no way for me to talk to you, right? Because we couldn't use Wi-Fi or anything like that. It was from the 2008. Plane. Yeah. So, so I land at the airport. I get my bags and I call the office. Big and, mistake. And and I hear, Mark, um, you need to talk to Marion. It's it's kind of crazy here in the office. I actually don't even believe they actually put you through to me. No, I that's think right. They said, Mark, you have to get to your hotel and start calling clients because Marion can't even handle the number of the clients number of calls. calling and people in. People were walking up to the coming yep. up to the office. They wanted appointments. Yep. And so I went to Dropping the hotel by. room. I yep. went to the hotel room, sent the kids off to the park, and I set up an office in my hotel room. And I will tell you, during the course of that day, 40 people had asked to say, I've got to get out. I can't sleep well at night. It was unbelievable. It was crazy. Yeah. And then we had the Monday and Tuesday. And what happened on that Monday and Tuesday? Came back. Came well, it, it came way back. It went way down again. It was It, it was, was crazy. Just but, but there was a giant jump. Giant jump. Right back 9% up. 9% up. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I'll never forget it. And so now all of a sudden we're getting calls from people saying, oh my God, I gotta did get I make a decision? In. I got to get back in. Well, because you got out, you missed out on that huge jump up. That's right. And that screws up your long-term performance numbers. But what was interesting to the point of time in the market, people had said to us in the weeks that followed, and almost 35 of the 40 people got back into the market within the seven days of getting out of the market. Five still stayed out. But they said they realized that it was far harder to stay out of the market than it was staying in the market. And it was a really great lesson to us to, to work harder, to remain rational during emotional times, have larger, bigger picture conversations with clients, to not let the headlines drive their decisions, but rational behavior drive the decisions. And you really need to be extremely cautious about allowing a headline or a soundbite to drive your decisions. And, and that's what happens today, even today, Marion. Oh, constantly. You know, we are now, think about today, now we are inundated with far more headlines, far more soundbites than we were back in 2008. Yes, and honestly, this morning I was listening to a show and um, they were saying, and I thought this was just fascinating, that if you want to attract attention um, during some kind of lecture, speech, podcast, whatever it might be, something that provokes anger is 39% more likely to provoke a response than anything else. So hence, the, the headlines, the news, the sound bites you hear, it's all to provoke anger now. It, it really is. It's to get a reaction, That's right? That's right. Because nobody reacts well. Nobody reacts at all when someone says, a hundred planes land safely at Logan today. Yeah. Nobody reacts well when they say, on average, the S&P 500 has um, earned 9% over the years. But when you say, the S&P 500 plunged 9% today, it's like amazing or, reaction, right? Or even if you just say, the S&P 500 plunged, 
yes, exactly. plunged could be a half a percent or one percent. It's just it's just the words that they choose to use. That's so right. It's interesting you bring that up because I know I refer to the book The Psychology of Money a lot during these podcasts, but there's a whole section that talks about the impact of pessimism over optimism and that people are more likely to react when there is pessimism rather than when there is optimism. Absolutely. We see that all the time, don't we? Right. Yes. Just this morning, I had a client in that said, well, what happens if the world falls apart? I mean, do we really think the world is falling apart? I don't think We've so. We've got bigger but, problems, right? And that's what I always tell right. people. You know, you're not going to be worried about your money. You're worried about your life if yeah, the but, world but falls apart. But when we apart. hear that the market is doing well or the yeah. economy is doing well, how, right. how many phone calls do we get here at the office? Zero. Right. But when the market is doing poorly or, or Kramer or somebody blasted out some crazy remark, that's when we get calls. It's when there's pessimism, not when there's optimism. That's so true, and, so true. And so there's so many learnings that you and I have had over the number, the decades of years that we've been working on this, working with clients, seeing stories every day, and we've built up a pretty good anthology of rational perspectives in trying to keep people focused on the right things, not the noise all around them. Focused on the long term. You have to look at the horizon, not at what's on, you know, not at the daily rain that's happening in the in your in your backyard right right, right. i mean we used to rely on the six o'clock news as the place where we would get our when information. was the last time you watched the I, six o'clock I, news? I don't even know who's who's on the news anymore because is there a news show the, the, at six I, o'clock? I, I think so. there is but why would i watch something at six o'clock the news is old by then that's for sure i mean we get it constantly every minute on my computer right there's something coming and the through. thing is you'd watch the news for what's the weather going to be like this week. What's yeah. the sports going to be? I just go to my phone. It's right in front of me. <laughs> I got a weather app, right? I got a weather app, but it's far more current than what somebody's telling me. It's going to tell me what ha- what's happening every hour of today. Yeah, so when you're thinking about your own financial planning and preparing for your own financial future, it's appropriate that we think about the long term. And, and that's what we do here at Friedman Financial. We want to get your financial house in order so that you can think big picture and not worry about all the sound bites, all the noise, all the little distractions that get in your way from stopping you from achieving the goals that you really want to accomplish. So if now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning and investment management needs, we really hope you'll give us a call. I think what we do is something pretty spectacular here. We have over 550 households managing more than $600 million for our clients, but that's just the money we manage. We're providing them advice on the value of their house, their 401k plans, their insurance policies, their estate planning that they might have. It's the big picture stuff. And we wrap it all together so you don't feel so fractured in what you have in financial planning. Right. It's, you know what, and so we take a holistic view. So if you if you want that for your, you know, basis for going forward, for planning for your retirement, whatever it might be, give us a call. We're at 978-531-8108. You can reach us on, uh, if you can Google us on the web. You can find us anywhere on the web. What's that website, Marion? FriedmanFinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's and a D. Financial.com. All right, that's going to do it for us today. I hope you guys have a wonderful, wonderful week. We will be back again next week with more financial advice. In a language you can understand, you're listening to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. Have a great day. Have a great day. Bye. 
During today's Dollars and Cents episode with Friedman Financial, your hosts may have discussed specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Although the Money Market Fund seeks to preserve the value of your investment at $1 per share, it is possible to lose money by investing in the fund. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.